Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Liverpool was scintillating, Arsenal were beaten, and Neil Warnock wasn't happy. Just realised my autocorrect changed it to Neil Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> that a, is a, a fire top mountain. Oh, mm. that is a medieval sitcom <laughs> I can get behind. <laughs> Love that. Why have we not thought of that before? Yeah. It was a lovely bit of magic. Yeah, <laughs> hiding in plain sight. Yeah. I was just sat here boiling, boiling up an eye, an eye of newt. Just writing down some incantations. A mysterious traveller came. By. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to be late. I just jumped on my carpet. Got there in five minutes. <laughs> Yeah. It's a horse. Medieval, I said. Oh, okay. Not Arabian Nights. True. I was just going on the whole magic thing. Yeah, fair enough. I'm international, me. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to Warnock in a bit, ladies and gentlemen. Firstly, it's good to see you, ladies and gentlemen. And we can see you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, We can't. Don't worry. But yes, uh, we're all here. We're very excited because Christmas is not that far away. Of course, you have been currently enjoying the 12 rambles of Christmas. There's more to come. Oh, yeah. Mm. You're back in the middle of it. I mean, there's 12 of them. They're literally called the 12 Rounds of Christmas. You can figure that out yourself. They are Mm. right in the thick of it, aren't they? Right in the thick of it. Right in the thick of it. But of course, football has been happening, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to crack on with some of that. Let's go to the Premier League, where Liverpool 
were the better team against Manchester mm. United. Attention all Man United fans with mm. a question that you might find fairly easy to answer. If your team's about to go and play against their mortal rivals, uh, Liverpool, who are about to go back to the top of the league, are you happy with your manager making 10 changes? <laughs> <laughs> Ten? As many as ten <laughs> would have been what I would have thought and I'd be looking at the programme. <laughs> Marine <laughs> On the match day. Mourinho said before the match that he's enjoyed management more than ever. Good to hear. I mean, what is going on? He's not. He's had a shave. He doesn't fiddling. look quite as dishevelled as he is. He's uh, fiddling as Old Trafford burns. Know, in, 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 the, in the series that's surely going to be commissioned at some point, Neil Warlock, <laughs> Jose Mourinho is Sauron in that. Yeah. He is, you know, he is Sauron man. Yeah, no, it's Sauron, spelt sour. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> but Liverpool were, were were great. I mean, I mean, it was an incredible performance by Man United in many ways, wasn't it? <laughs> mm. Yeah, not a credible one. I mean, Liverpool. They it was strange that they had to wait that that long in the game for. Shakiri to score the winner mm. as he came on as a substitute, but I could believe one all at half time. Yeah, no, they were that. Alisson proving his human gym, absolutely. But we would led to believe that that can't happen. Um, can't well, it was again, a different yeah. type of mistake to the one absolutely. he made at Leicester. The one he made at Leicester was him dilly dallying, whereas this mm. is obviously he's, he's gone to do something functional and yeah. routine and dropped it. For me, you have to distinguish between exactly that. The Leicester mistake was with the ball at his feet, and that's going to happen when goalkeepers are asked to do that role but this was a handling error which you yeah. don't sort of expect from a keeper of that quality yeah. but the, the conditions were difficult to mm. be fair and Man United and Lingard deserves credit for gambling on it but this game it was like watching a League One team who'd made mm. their way through to the third round of the FA Cup and yeah. they'd drawn yeah. Liverpool at Anfield there was such a lack of ambition there they were so sort of dominated by Liverpool in terms of imagination really and, and, and thrust and, and did Man United at any point look like they wanted to win the game they yeah. wanted to just hang on in there First I think it's two minutes. I, seem yeah. to remember I think they resigned themselves to the fact that they knew that Liverpool were a far better team, and that was just the end of it. I mean, and that was that. I mean even Mourinho said that after the game. It's rare praise for the opposition. You think, what's he trying to do with that? Is, he, is, he, is that a sort of trying to get the, the, the club funny. to cough, cough up some more money for yeah. the January? Yeah, well, I mean, he's been making noises about how he doesn't know if they're going to sign anyone and he's not involved in it. Mm. So that's clearly probably that. But if we're getting to the point where Jose Mourinho is being sincere because there's nowhere else to go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're all terrified now. Yeah. Aren't we, we should be scared. And the end is nigh. The end but, is nigh. You know, they've won, what, one Premier League game in their last six or something now? Um, I think it's one of six. And, you know, and that was against Fulham, by the way. It's so obvious that they're going backwards. Mm. In many ways, Mourinho deserves credit for there still being some sort of question mark mm. over whether he can turn it around or not. Because mm. by any other measure, I mean, look at the Premier League table. Look at the amount of goals they conceded last season. Look how many they've already conceded this season. Look how far off. I mean, they're not going to finish in the top four. Going into this game, Marcus, Man United were a point per game worse off than Liverpool. There you go. And they're now um, 19 points behind them, and it's December. And, and, well, and I mean, also, you forget the top of the league. How many points are they behind fourth? Um, they are 11 points off fourth. 11 points. They're not going to finish in the top four this season. But what what are they? That's, again, I, I go back to what are Manchester United the more? They're just characterless. They're like a hotel room in which Jose Mourinho resides. There's no character there. There's <laughs> yeah. no drive. There's no yeah. rhythm. You're Plenty of one, drama, though. They're bringing one matter on it's your shoulder. It's all Like, what is, yeah. what is one matter going to bring to this game? Like, it just... I, as I Hang said on, before, don't ever go at one matter, I'm mate. saying that I really like one matter and you got Pogba and matter on the bench and, and you're sort of like, well, the game's already lost, you know what I mean? You you are completely characterless. Maybe There's that's no drive. what this is. We used to sort of laugh about how Jose Mourinho wasn't a fan of one matter and then we thought, obviously, when he went to Man United, that would be 
curtains for matter. Then he mm. arrives, plays a long game. Just going to drive the club into the ground <laughs> yeah. and keep you here. Oh, yeah, no, you'll play a lot, but it'll be in the championship. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be horrible. Yeah. But you're right, though. You're right. He brings him on with five or six minutes to go. I mean, look at... And then, and the, obviously, the mirroring of that is... Um, or the opposite of that is is what Liverpool do with Shaqiri. They, mm. they should be winning the game. They make some poor decisions, which plays into Man United's hands. Klopp right, rightly is annoyed about that. But what can he do? He can bring on someone like Shaqiri. Mm. Last season, they didn't really have that many options mm. on the bench, as we've talked about time and time again. And Shaqiri scores two admittedly quite fortunate goals, but two goals nonetheless. Yeah, they were knocking they so the, hard yeah. on that door. Yeah. You know, like well, uh, Liverpool fans are really annoyed that they didn't put um, all of the goals on, all of the um, attempts at goal on match of the day. Try and get some on target, guys. Don't just yeah. whip, yeah. It, whip it from I mean, 40 yeah. yards. The, the programme's only an hour long. You know, <laughs> yeah, 36 of them. But the thing is, some of the, you know, Fabinho absolutely skied one at mm. one point. The best one was Lovren's one. Lovren yeah. oh, the... may as well have just went like got a microphone from the side of the pitch and gone I'm about to shoot now keeper <laughs> check this out well, Carragher's reaction to that was amazing he just became a fan he just went what is this that <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny it. because you know you're so much the Lovren thing is a case in point I, I think he should be fine for that today <laughs> but honestly because, because you are in a situation where you have got the tiger by the tail. You you're dominating the game completely. There's there's no real reason to to relieve at the pressure. Mm. What you do when you shoot like that is everyone on the United team just goes, oh, yep. good, great. Yeah. Also, take a couple of minutes to get the ball back. Yep. We'll sit down. We'll just <clears throat> we'll get back in our position. We can completely yep. re regroup. Yep. And it's it's pointless. And keep yeah. the pressure up. You signal to them as well that what they're doing is working to keep you at yeah, bay yeah. and frustrating you. Ideas, yeah. Which wasn't actually the case yeah. as we saw later on in the game. But, but yeah, I think like. It, Man United conceded 28 goals last year. They're on 29 now. Sorry, last season. Yeah. Like, that's that's phenomenal. Like, the wheels are, are, are they're really just coming off one by one, it would seem. Like, it, it is the classic Mourinho third season thing in action. It's staggering to see it happen It's again, not as spectacular because no. they are, what are they, sixths, and they're not as poorly yeah, I mean, performing as, as Chelsea were. And it's easy to forget Manchester United finished second last season, second yeah. to one of the greatest sides that the English top four. But they were never in seen. it. Though. No, they were never in it. It's, it's, it's strange to think of them as second because mm. they, they finished uh, the, the best of the rest and, and were very, very uh, consistent in, in, in always, qualif- in always um, uh, uh, you know... Getting a result. Getting a result and, and, and going for that Champions League spot, which, of course, they did. This season, when we were in December, they're not going to finish in the top four this season. Mm. They're not. And what happened the last time that two managers at May and not were and mathematically not able to get to the top four? Exactly. And and I just find it intriguing now. Is it's not the Manchester United way to sack a manager midway through a season. No. A part of me thought, okay, they're probably going to give him to the end of the season. Do, do you still do that? When it when it do got sti- to when it got to three one, I was like, <clears throat> if they just score one more goal, I think you know, it might be very, very we've, difficult. We said that for a while, though, Pete. Against Newcastle, you know, had they not come back. I'm, I don't know whether it's he's a result away or whatnot. I think well, the board are f- pondering. But they've got five very winnable games coming up. They've got, they've got a Cardiff next. Imagine the... if they lost against Cardiff. Well, this is the thing. That would be curtains. A busy, busy Christmas <laughs> period. They've got Cardiff next away. They're home to Huddersfield, home to Bournemouth. Then they go to St. James's Park. Then they've got Reading at home, who are fairly poor side in the FA Cup. Um, five, if, if they don't win every single one of those games, I mean, I mean man, this is Manchester United. This, this, is, the, this mm. is the thing. I, I really want to sort of stress to, to you guys and to people listening. This is Manchester United. I know. The mm. systematic reduction of expectations. Yeah. I know what went on with Ferguson. I know that it was a difficult time for the club. I know that um, he had big boots to fill. But um, if you take into account the fact that Giggs did it for a little bit, he's the fourth guy since, since Ferguson now. You know, 
Arsenal have got Unai Emery. They're doing fine. We'll talk about them in a minute. Fine. It's not brilliant, but they're doing okay. They look like they know what they're doing. Mm. This, this systematic reduction of expectation that's, that's sort of somehow managed to bleed its way into the fan base, I think is mad. They need to wake up. They need to well, wake that's up. It, exactly well, but right. this, I think, is why this is such an interesting point for them because, you know, you talk about how it's not very Man United to sack a manager halfway through the season. I think this is probably why he's still there because mm-hmm. it's very clear at the club that this will be his last season there. I'd be absolutely astounded if that was not the case. Um, he's signed a new deal, but, though, Jim. Yeah, well, but he's canny. He's got a good agent, hasn't sure. he? So, you know, it's, it, it might have been in a difficult position. But I, I really feel like that what they do next, it, this could be so era-defining because mm-hmm. they ha- if they don't get this one right, they could slide into being a team that doesn't win the league for 20 years. As you know, as, as you know, well, as, for a, for a long period of time. For yeah, a long but I, I really think it could be that bad. Football changes be, a lot. It's not it, like it, it was. It does, but I mean, it's the state that they're in mm. and, and the, the, the clear lack of a plan across the, quite literally across the board. It's mm. just roughshod though, isn't it? Pogba, Matter, Marshall on the bench. How much did this, they cost all together? My God. Well, th- well this, is, this is the thing I think that, mm. that it's interesting coming up to January now. I, I think it would be unlikely. It would be a surprise, let's be honest, if they sack him before the mm. January transfer window. So then you have this window now. Do the club give him any money or, or not? Well, if they do give him money, he's going to sign a certain type of player. Now, if you're going to sack him or, or if, you, if you're going to part ways with him at the end of the season, well, by then, Pogba will be gagging for a move if he's not already. Maybe one or two of the other players will. Suddenly, Manchester United are not the kind of club that you want to go to. Now, again, mm. things can change. If Zidane went there, I'm pretty sure players would be like, hang on, Zidane, Old Trafford, I'll have a bit of that, thank you very much. But you've got to be careful because if if, if, if he stinks out the place for the rest of the season, and as I say, some of those top players are like, I've, I've just got to get out of there, they become less attractive. We've seen it with Arsenal sometimes, tr- struggled to, to, to uh, attract some of the really big players because Man City or, or mm. Chelsea are hoovering them up Liverpool yeah, now that, that, that is the, the, the context of that is Man City and Chelsea and, and, and Liverpool because they're doing well and they're big clubs as well but a player's all, I, I, I disagree with you slightly because I think a player's always going to want to go to Man United alright fair enough but to put it in perspective at this rate they're going to post their worst Premier League points total ever mm. I mean this will be their worst points total since 1991 before the Premier League even existed mm. so, so I mean I'm not trying to be sort of hyperbolic here Everything Mourinho says essentially is untrue about not, you know, about not having any money to spend compared to Man City. Blah blah. He spent loads of money, mm. right? Mm. Secondly, they're going backwards. I mean, even in the worst days under um, whoever it would have been in, thir- in 2013, 2014, they still got 64 points. At this state, they're not going to get that now. No, I, I, the one thing that I did find quite amusing with, and that's uh, when they come seventh. By yeah, way. Jose Mourinho when he was talking about Liverpool took a little uh, moment to remind us that they were very similar to his Porto side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, guys, you know yeah, I used it, to be good. It, it is me. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we should we should deliver some some credit to Liverpool as well because oh, they're now doing exactly what we talked about a few weeks ago, and we said I forget which one of you guys said it, but I absolutely agree with it. If they can marry this defensive solidity with this last season's forward attacking play, yeah. it's going to be tough to beat them in the league this season in terms of winning the Premier League title. Yeah. And and since then they have done that. And who have they got in the in the Champions League? Bayern. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I tell you what, Bayern at the Bayern moment in the best. Shape, you'd surely fancy they? Liverpool for that. Yeah. They, they, they would fancy it. Yeah, they'd things, fa- I think they'd fancy change anyway. in weeks. They, they can beat it. I mean, and 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 no more so than Fabinho, who was getting a little bit of criticism at the start of the season, and people saying that he, he's struggling to settle in. And he might well have done. You know, different culture handled and whatnot. Well, isn't he? Handled yeah. him brilliantly because he's not made it a big deal. He's mm. played him a little bit. He's taken him out of the limelight. Blah 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 blah. And he was absolutely magnificent. I mean, that assist for Mane's goal in the first half. Lovely one. Glorious. What did you make of the pace the game was played at? This is the first 
for 20, 25 minutes. I thought that's what I like to see. It was yeah. fast even for the Premier League. <laughs> was, well, I mean, to be fair to Mourinho, he said he was exhausted <laughs> just watching uh, Robertson down the flank. You know, mm. hey, he's a great player, Robertson. I know it's, mm. I know it's going to be a really cliched thing to say. Oh, he's, he's because he's not underrated, but he's often not seen as much because of the other stars. <laughs> well, well, he's, he's number twenty six. Like he's, his, his yeah. squad, his squad number is number twenty six. Man United's uh, starting eleven, thirty six, eighteen, twenty, twenty one, thirty one. He's panicking. He's just throwing anyone in. Uh, numbers don't mean the same that they used to. Well, they do when you're talking about people like Darmian and, and Dalet. You know what I mean? Like it's it, they're not. Yeah, I, I think there is a bit of truth. Yeah, true. And, and I think speaking of Robertson to follow up on that point, Mark, because I think it's a really good one purely because if you're sat there as a Man United fan, you should rightly be saying, why can't we sign? Why can't we? Why haven't we signed Andrew Robertson? Yeah, yeah. 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 Because he won't improve under that and, bloody manager. That's it, right. <laughs> Jose Mourinho spends a lot of his time talking about, um, oh, well, we don't have the characters. And we don't have the experience. And now he's saying we don't have players with the physical capabilities that Liverpool have. So mm. we can't run as much. You sign these players. What, to, are you, what are you looking at yeah. at players when you're If you go and get Paul Pogba and you spend however much money it is on him, and a chief scout or a director of football, I know they've got problems behind the scenes there, but someone else should be saying to him, by the way, do you know this about him? Do you know that about mm. him? Do you know this? these are the mm. numbers he posts in terms of athletic ability? This is a problem with yep. this, that and yep. the other. They should know that. They're Man United. Yeah. Are you trying to tell me that Alexis Sanchez, that, that Romelu Lukaku don't have physical... You know, look how yeah. good Lukaku was for Belgium against Brazil. Ridiculous. In yeah. that quarterfinal. But, didn't, didn't score, I don't think, but he yeah. was magnificent. Well, the implication, though, that Mourinho's making with these comments about how he doesn't know, um, if, you know who will be signed in January, if anybody, is that he doesn't choose the transfers, right? That's what he's trying to sort of subtly get across, be that true or not. So perhaps... Or they mm. get blocked or he identifies players and he doesn't get them. Yeah. I'm always reminded, Jim, I'm always reminding, all Mourinho does is, these days is shift the blame to other people, mm. right? Mm. I'm always reminded of what Grand Sunez said a number of years ago. It was after a game and I thought it was a really good bit of punditry and I think a team that he had just watched had been beaten and they, you know, they were on a bit of a bad run and he said, the last thing a lot of top pros do in this game is they go home, they look in the mirror and say... Is there anything I could have done better today? Could I have improved on that? Could I could could I could I take some of this blame and use it as fuel and make myself better? When was the last time Jose Maria did that? Because <laughs> I'll tell you something now, everything he comes out with after a game is involving either deflecting something, shifting the blame, or giving people other things to talk about other than the fact that this job is too big for him and he can't deal with it. Yeah, his, his Porto side were good though, weren't they? They were yeah, good. Exactly. <laughs> They're not physical or quick enough for the Premier League, but the Premier League in the yeah. 90s, late, yeah. uh, early 90s, fine. He's absolutely right. Um, their cross-town rivals, Manchester City, got a good win against Everton. Jesus scored his first mm. league goal since August. He said his family coming over from Brazil has helped him, which, yeah. is, which is good to see. It was very sweet, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, very sort of nice. And, the uh, curse of the Roddens. Yeah, again. I know. Uh, I know. Well, yes. they've got nothing to do with it, and it's still called that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Although um, one of the Rodden, maybe Tom Rodden, came out and tweeted a statement about what he thought of the best bet this uh, last week, and how I'd be looking forward to seeing developments. He knew. We yeah, all knew. Yeah, I think he, uh, he, knew. he tried. He did try. And Man City, they looked in control, and with Man City, you always feel that they can raise it, of course, if they're pegged back. But Everton did have chances. They scored, of course, to make it make it two one. And Richarlison had one or two. I think Walcott as well. And again, I don't want to be naive because Man City, you felt even if it went to three two, or, or even if if Everton had equalised, you felt that um, uh, Man City would have gone. Oh right, yeah, yeah, we need a win here. But as a neutral watching the game, you, you rue those missed chances. Yeah, well, I think Man City remind me of how Barcelona have been in the past under Pep Guardiola, and in fact, generally in that. You see teams, when they have a chance against them, mm -hmm. panic. 
and the, and they are full of that. Oh my god, we might only get one of these. Yeah, got to, got to, got to take it. And I think yeah. it's slightly off-putting, and that reputation gets in the way. And the, at the opposite end of the pitch, City, if they have a chance. And, and the goalkeeper saves it or it doesn't quite come off straight away. It, it feels like it's not over. They immediately <laughs> go back into another phase of play and they'll just ding it about in the box for a bit more. So you can't just get rid and then start building again because they're so good at keeping their heads so calm that, that those moments never seem to pass. Mm. And one of their best players this season, this season Raheem Sterling, comes off the bench. Mm, yeah. You're Everton, Everton defender and whatnot, you just think, oh, do, do we, do, that's the last thing we want. Just got, <laughs> outside of that Fernandinho position, which we talked about a lot, they've just got so many options. Like, yeah. So many options. And, and I imagine it must just be absolutely relentless psychologically to play against them. It it's really so is. Tough. But, but Marco Silva after the game, because this is the man who, he, he thinks big. He, he's looking up the table very much so. And it wouldn't be, you know, surely we'll see him manage an elite club or, or, or certainly a very big club. A bit in, disrespectful in the... to Everton, then? Well, elite? Non-league titles? Disrespectful. <laughs> that... no, I'm just going to carry on. Sorry, I'm just giving a bit of... Uh, Marcus at the Yes or no, are Everton an elite just club? a bit of window dressing. There's for other people to decide, Marcus. I wouldn't be so... Pers- I don't know about you, Luke. Personally, I like Everton. Yeah, yeah I do too, yeah. <laughs> but nothing but respect I, Jim, I'm racking my brains about what he's got against him. When, when, when was the last time they got relegated? Exactly. Not yours. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. We all love Everton on this year. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Liverpool and all the other so teams. So anyway, Everton are a stepping stone for Marco Silva. Carry on. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, Marco Silva, after the game when he was talking, you could see he was a little bit annoyed. He, he thought to himself, you know, if we had those chances... People keep disrespecting the stature of the <laughs> is he, is, Do you think he's a character, bear in mind what happened with Watford, yep. where he's looking over to the other bench thinking, That's the sort, this is the sort of club I should be at? I don't think he's doing that at the moment, no. He, he might do in a, in a season or two, it depends. But I think Silver... He's got the resources. Resources. I think Silver thinks to himself that, you know, we had a couple of chances there and he's he's a bit annoyed because mm. he wants his side to believe they can compete. And, and we've spoken about Everton before. Everton should be, and, and, and they are, as we say they should be, as if they're not kind of waking up to this they should be going for sixth spot I mean even if Arsenal it's their have a spot few... <laughs> yeah it is yeah, I mean, six or seven yeah Man, Man United currently occupying it but it, they could even well, I mean, it, it, Arsenal drop a few more games and whatnot, go for fifth mm-hmm. I mean that little bit there's a little bit more of a gap there but, should, but I think, be but, but I think Silver's like. not going to go to Man City like some other managers would and understandably so because Everton are a bigger club than, than some of the others but he's not going to go there and go you know they're, they're a great side yeah you know we, we struggle he's, he's thinking yeah, do you know what? I want another crack at that. I, I, I absolutely understand what you mean, but I do think he's got a bit of pragmatism about him because the way they set up hmm. was... No, no, he does, but I'm quite saying... solid. Yeah, but he thinks, right, with, with the talent I've got in the side and with my tactical nous, we can get something out of it. And obviously, Steve, our best better, thought that as well. He did. And Everton, and this is the thing, you put it in perspective, Everton haven't won since in the Premier League since the 24th of November hmm. and they're still only two points behind Man United and they've got a better goal difference. Indeed. <laughs> so they, so they, should, <laughs> they should be targeting that. I mean, I don't know why they shouldn't be targeting sixth place, really. I mean, I'm sure they will be. If you, if you look at the, the sort of top five at the moment, there's an eight-point gap between Arsenal and Man United and that seems to, I mean, lots can change, but that's a big gap to overhaul, really, it is. isn't it? Given it that is. those players, uh, sorry, those teams win, win an awful lot of football matches. I mean, mm. Arsenal are fifth and they were undefeated in like 22 games until the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Arsenal have a goal difference of 14. Man United have a goal difference of zero. Yeah, crazy. It's absolutely Mad. crazy. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It goes back to what I was saying earlier. But again, with Manchester City, I mean, you get the impression, even for a team like Everton, who've spent a decent amount of money, who are good, who've got a well-respected manager, in December, in the Premier League, away from home at Man City, you feel like the way you feel when it's an FA Cup game or something. You mm. feel, yes, they have got a chance, but here's what needs to happen. Everything needs to go brilliantly for them. Man City need to have a bit of an off day, play at about a seven 
or Gualia needs to get a bit too clever or something mm. and play, you know, you know, Jesus at left back or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you might better exploit it. If you don't, um, you'll get beaten. And the only thing I'd add as to what you said earlier about the chances that they get, I, I get the impression that City probably about third gear against Everton at the weekend. Well, yeah, yeah. They can there, always step up. There's a reason why they sort of left Walcott or started with Walcott on the bench and Torson, who's been a bit of a disappointment. I thought he was going to be knocking them in this season, but he's just not really. He seems to have all the attributes to be a good Premier League forward, but it's tough. It's tough. It is tough. All right, after the break, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about Southampton. See you in a minute. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Pull out, Phil. Pull out, Phil. <laughs> no, Phil, pull out. Send pull out. Yeah, I remember Ooh, that. Welcome great. back to the football ramble. It's now time for those emails with P.E. Don. It is time for emails with me. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! You've got mail. If you're listening out there and you get um, provided with or gifted any sort of bee-related present for Christmas... That is the appropriate response. Yeah. Oh, not the bees! <laughs> <laughs> what if you really like honey? They really like what? Honey. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, yes, the bees! Yeah. <laughs> H- honey's not bees, mate. Yes, bee juice! 
Oh. <laughs> what you got for us, Peatles? Uh, hello to uh, Connor Salmon, wonderful name. Even he used to play email. for um, Wigan, didn't he? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Hello, chaps. After uh, Ralph got his first Southampton win, I would like to direct you to the chance bestowed upon him by the Saints faithful. Katharina mm. went to Europe to buy an apple strudel. Instead, she bought a manager. His name was Hassel Huntel. Don't Hassel, mind that. Hassel, Hassel, and right. I should clarify, actually, cl- corrections and clarifications from last week. Mm-hmm. We tried to Google Translate Hassel Huntel because someone said it's rabbit. Mm. Something. There's a lot of colloquialism in that part of the, out of uh, the world, isn't there? Well, apparently in Austria it does actually mean that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was wrong. There yeah, was a yeah, big long great. email that basically dictated what it was like in Switzerland or something like Germany. Or blah, 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 blah. Lots but, of yeah, local dialect. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, Scotland. Uh, Martin says loving the egg eleven, but surely there will be room for former Arsenal and Valencia midfielder Ego. Benjamin Bennett says here's an update on Tokyo Verdi as per your discussion on the preview show last week we don't hear much of Japanese football but they've just appointed a new manager former Guam Barbados Taiwan and uh, British Virgin Islands boss Gary White poached from Hong Kong national team after only taking charge of the Hong Kong team in September go on Gary that's a quick switch around isn't it he's British so uh, there you go I like hearing about managers overseas doing that Mm. Yeah. Uh, he used to manage Chinese Taipei as well mm, did you already say that Andrew I don't think I did know Um, from I'll tell you what, he's from Call South Africa. Taiwan, have yeah. some respect. Um, Andrew, Andrew Clark, hello Andrew Clark. Uh, now we're reaching the point of the season when a red car can get you some time off for Christmas. We'll be seeing more players going in a little bit recklessly. We've spoken about this a lot. Yes. We did a lot mm. on this last year. Uh, you probably uh, need to make it a bit less obvious than Charles uh, Mohamedou Nabi oh, Saar, who received his marching orders after just one minute on Saturday. I think it was 39 seconds. <laughs> Straight <laughs> red. Wow. Straight red. Obviously didn't fancy the Someone... boxing day trip to Coventry. I think, yeah. <laughs> who does? At least play that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he's trotted out, hasn't he? And, and he's caught sight, I don't know, in the match day programme. He's looked at the date and gone, oh, crap, I thought, yeah. I thought I'd longer. If you, watch <laughs> it, if you watch it close to the incident, he actually walks up to the opposite player whispers in his ear it's nothing personal yeah. and then as soon as the ball comes over just uh-huh. massively two yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind January off as well yeah. I'm going to chin yeah. him yeah. Uh, Joe says hi guys you mentioned Chris Bart Williams on the show uh, reminded me of an experience I had whilst at university in Huelva at Spain uh, is it Huelva? I can't remember Huelva 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 and uh, while out on the town one night we came across some very tall people talking English which was rare upon chatting to them <laughs> we found out that they were the basketball team of, of the city uh, I started chatting to the English chat spotted Liverpool his name was Chris I then discovered his surname was Bart Williams oh. which confused the hell out of me so I asked like the footballer he said he smiled and said yeah that's my older brother he coaches in America now I then proceeded to question him for about five minutes about it but it does indeed turn out that Mr and Mr., Mrs uh, Bart Williams called both their sons Chris and they both want, went on to play professional sports I mean that is remarkable that is, that's madness isn't it I think I automatically assumed there'd be some sort of law where you couldn't call more of your children the same name yeah. no. mind you George Joan Foreman all these kids are called George. Aren't they? Maybe, maybe, maybe George, did they yeah. call one Christopher and one Christian? Maybe. In the maybe. Oh, maybe yeah. Chris. Do you know that mm. George Foreman? All his children, he's got about eight. They're all called George. Yeah. Or oh, Georgina. Yeah. Georgina. Yeah. I mean, even the grill was called George. Yeah. Yes. So, he liked yeah. it so much he put his name on it. Exactly. Wasn't Hulk Hogan offered that? He was turned he it down said, turned famously. Down. Yeah. What a mug. Yeah, not the what worst decision. He, not one of them. <laughs> no. He's not really a man for good decisions, is he, really? No. No. Certainly not in voicemails. There we are. Show at thefootballramble.com if you want to tickle Pete's. Oh. What? That was a coup. What yeah. are you, I, I thought you were done. And All right, we're on to uh, the next subject. Uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, <laughs> I haven't got me running our ups, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mugged himself. Oh, Southampton 3, Arsenal 2. Marcus, if you're relying on Pete for admin, mm-hmm. you're in big trouble. Exactly. Yeah, for that reason, I endorse your position. Thank there. you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. Southampton became the unlikely side to end Arsenal's unbeaten run. 
They did. That's very mm. true, Pete. Very very you sound a bit like Marcus then, Pete. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, 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 but yeah. not as good. <laughs> just kidding. Just, kidding. Yeah, just yeah. more northern. But better. Mm. Not as sober. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, Peter. No, come on. <laughs> Danny Ings and Charlie Austin scored the goals. They did Charlie score Austin the goals. Charlie scored a nice one at the end. Uh, w- completely unmarked. Header. Lovely. Uh, yes. It's, it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> Mark, it was a joke. They're unbeaten for 22 games. It's a joke. Did you see him talking to the keeper at the end, though? Sort of going, and the keeper's going, this close. I was this close, that bloody thing. Was he? Yeah. They were being really friendly about it. I quite like that. I wanted him to just kind of get a little toe on. Sorry, Jim, I just gave you a little toe there Sorry, as man. I was acting it out. I wanted him to just just, just nudge one in off the toe and at the end say, it's a poke, it's a poke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you having that? Yeah. Um, I like him to go and look at the uh, the egg 11 and go, it's a yoke, it's a yoke. <laughs> I'm a bloke. Or step- I'll do the build up. Yeah. Sorry, so I'm just, a bloke, I'm a bloke. Yeah. Just step in a, a, in a Twitter argument and someone's saying, why are you getting involved? Going, I'm woke, I'm yeah, woke. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> are you having a Pepsi? It's a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Blue Peter. I'm Noakes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is that jazz good? music? It's folk, it's a folk. <laughs> There we, there we go. There we are. Right, we uh, back in. Uh, yes, yeah, Southampton's first home league win since April. Why aren't yeah. you having a shower? I fancy the soap. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough now. That's enough. Now. Why are you really slow on the football pill? I've been having a toke. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it when Luke's, in, Luke's got one more and he goes, right, that's enough. Move on. Yeah. No. <laughs> I've had my say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Jim, you were going to say something about Arsenal. Presumably yeah. that they've had it coming. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, this was... Um, you know, not, maybe not in the manner of that. I'm surprised that they conceded three goals. But yeah, there, there, there have been things Arsenal have been getting away with. And, the, you know, it's a makeshift defence and that ultimately told. And you know, Leno, I think, should be doing better on the, better on the third one, obviously. Shame, because he made an unbelievable save earlier from, uh, I forget who it was, Yoshida. Mm. And, and then to, to, so to make a great save like that, because then Southampton actually scored from that, but it was uh, ruled offside. Shane yeah. Long, was it? I think put it in. And then he makes that mistake and you think, oh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a shame. I mean, I, I wonder for the, the second one, could he have been doing a little bit better as well? It looks like he's assumed it was, it was going over and mm. I feel like at least, you know, make, make an attempt, but maybe that's a little bit harsh given how good that header was. But um, yeah, I, I feel it's funny. Like, I don't feel like Arsenal really played that badly for, on about 70% of the pitch. It's yeah. just those those sort of incidents mm. at, at, at the back were a problem. From the outside looking in, Jim, I, I felt, as you know, someone with no real dog in this fight, I felt a bit like they were dicing with death a bit too much. Like they, would, they would, The amount mm. of times Emery would have to change it at half-time, make a yeah. few tweaks, and they'd mm. pull it out of the fire. I think no matter who you're playing against in the Premier League, if you continually do that, it stands to reason that sooner or later it's gonna, you're going to come come up come up short. It was kind of a different system every time, wasn't it? It was bespoke. <laughs> <laughs> you waiting for that the whole time? Oh, yes. Yeah, I thought you might be. Joining in. But 22 matches unbeaten is more than you could have wished well, for yeah, under a new manager. Yeah, it's just, it's a, it was a surprisingly good run. As Emery says, though, we're still in fifth place um, despite such a, such a good run. So I think, yeah, I mean, I, I guess we learn a, a lot about this Arsenal team now and how they respond to a defeat and how they bounce back from it. Um, it's got Burnley next. Um, mm-hmm. Which, with respect to them, is um, you know, it's a winnable game for us. Could be worse. Mm. It's at home as well, but still, yeah, it's um, it's a shame because I feel like this season the teams above Arsenal are not going to drop a, a lot of points. So to, to make up for not that, joke. you're going to have to beat one of them. <laughs> I was going to. What, what do you think Arsenal's um, ambitions are? Now? Are they literally this season to be in the top four again? Yeah, yeah, I would say. So. I think a fourth place finish would be yeah, that'd be, be an really achievement. Good. It really, really would. Yeah, that's, I think even even fifth, thing to depending on how it goes, the manner in which that could be achieved. Yeah. I think I mean, obviously a... you want to do well in the Europa League, of course, um, and aim to win that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think that's not beyond Arsenal. Wenger and, nearly uh, did in his last well, season. Quite, and um, and also, yeah, it's that, 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 I mean, no one's kidding themselves that Arsenal are going to try and fight with the title. No, what about Southampton now? They're, they're Raf Husenhultul, aka the, the Klopp of the Alps, as uh, <laughs> one uh, media outlet suggested that uh, his nickname was. He seemed absolutely delighted and should be. Um, he ran onto the pitch in celebration at the end, apologised to Unai Emery as he forgot to shake his hand, but he said, I had to run to my guys because they were waiting. Yeah. Very romantic. I like him. He's oh. da- he looks like David Morrissey as well. He does oh, a bit, yes, yeah. he does, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so London season ticket holders, of course, given free lager before the match to create a more festival atmosphere. And Hassan Hootle said they might have to hand out the free booze before every game. But yeah. it, it was such a different atmosphere down at City. What a new manager can do for well, you. Well, a new manager yeah. can do. And also, they highlighted it on Match of the Day and, and, and whatnot. The pressing those players... Mm. You know, they 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 were already buying into what Hassan Hootel's got to got to say. I mean, it was yeah. such an improved performance. I, I think also as well for Southampton, um, because they've just come off the back of Mark Hughes and, and and Pellegrino not working in the way it did. They were on this run of having exciting sort of you know forward thinking managers, and yeah. they they were getting a lot of praise for the way the club was run and for the the academy players they were they were bringing through, and they were they were a model of of how to succeed. And I feel like this sort of appointment probably puts them back on that road or it certainly would yeah, feel like that to them and I, I yeah. imagine that that, that that must be such a relief I, yeah. think, I think you're right and I think they deserve credit for not reverting to this struggling Premier League mm. model where you go right we're going to go and get Big Sam or we're going to go and get I mean they did get Mark Hughes yeah sure but they've, they've learned their lesson from that yeah, and, it, and it worked because he kept them up yeah, yeah and, and they, they, but they still realised that they were very very lucky to do so and to sign someone like Hasenhutl is despite the fact that he's got good credentials and he's done well in the past, it is still a real big gamble. But they've thought, you know what, this works for us in the past. Mm. So we're going to go for it again. But just back at the top of the table, um, it's remarkable really what's happening. Because Jim mentioned, and you mentioned earlier, Marcus, that they're still only fifth Arsenal and, they, and they've been on this amazing run. Um, Spurs are in third and they're five points to get above Arsenal. Something that perhaps has gone a bit under the radar, Spurs have played 10 away games in the Premier League already yeah. this season yeah. because it was front-loaded because they thought they were going to be in their new stadium. So you wonder whether, towards the back end of the season, they're going to benefit massively from yeah. having all these home games in this new stadium, which they're hopefully going to be really energised by. Uh-huh. You wonder whether it's going to be harder than you think for Arsenal, because Chelsea, of course, have, I mean, I know they've had a little bit of a wobble, but they've started a lot better than people thought. That's why I think fifth place for Arsenal, it's maybe depending on the manner. I yeah. think that I think yeah. some well, people may This is it, as I say, I feel like... And then what, then fire Emery? Not yeah. good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> Fifth place and, and, and an FA Cup win, Jim. Yeah, you'd have yeah, better not enough. No. <laughs> like, an old, like an old jumper. I mean, put, put an old jumper back on. <laughs> Love a bit of that, wouldn't you? Um, all right, elsewhere in the Premier League, Watford got a good win against Cardiff. Three lovely goals for Watford. Mm. Lovely goals. Absolutely. Their first win since October. They'd gone six games without a win. They're currently 10th, two points off Manchester United in six. It's a shame for Watford that they did, did have that spell of going uh, six games without a win because only two points off sixth place. You know, with, without that, there's a little wobble. But I don't know other teams you can then say, well, they had their, their bad patches. Well, no, I, th- I think Watford are looking good this season. Yeah, there's, there's no talk of relegation and they shouldn't be unless they have a disaster. They, they, they seem to be a match for, for most teams they play against. Mm. You know, even if Man City, I, I, don't, I can't think if they have played each other. But it, even when they play the big sides, you think, I can't see Watford getting hammered if you no. see what I mean, this season. They, yeah, they lost they... at home to Man City 2-1, didn't they? It was quite yeah. narrow. And it was it 6-0 last season? It was. Yeah. So but They mean, definitely it... got hammered by... No, but that was that against City or was that against United? Or maybe Liverpool. Oh, I can't remember. Who knows? Don't know. it could have Doesn't look like it's going to happen this year. <clears throat> no. Yeah, I mean, and, and if they have been hammered this season, then forgive me, I'm forgetting. But but that's the thing with Watford at the moment. They've got some lovely players. Yeah. Good ball-playing players like Pereira and, and Delafeu. He looked... Yeah. I mean, who was it... Uh, 
Uh, it was Garth Crooks who described his performance as Diego Maradona-esque. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, a nice up-to-date reference. I mean, he has, he has got a very quick feet. He is a hell of a oh, yeah. uh, footballer when he... That he... goal, in and out of Dusty Bluebell. Come on. In and out of Dusty Bluebirds. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't it? Yeah. That's... He was danced his way through, didn't he? Yeah. That's an in-joke. Very, very good. Certain people of a certain age in Scotland would only get. Oh, that's about my kind of jokes I like. <laughs> <laughs> the dusty bluebell. Old Neil Warlock was unhappy, wasn't he? Yeah. One of his elixirs. One of his elixirs didn't work. So angry. Oh, was, I tell you, l- when I get back to my fortress, <laughs> I'm going to have a good levitation. Um, <laughs> Again, he's wrong. They don't do that in medieval stuff. Warlocks. They levitate. Do they? Warlocks weren't real, Luke. You know that. They can do everything. <laughs> Then why is he called Neil Warlock? They're male witches. Yeah. Did you know I heard a wonderful thing recently that That's a uh, wizard. that when uh, when no, he's right. When, when the Romans were sweeping across Britain, yeah. everyone was terrified. Of course, a load of warlocks, um, uh, or not warlocks, uh, druids, but they sort of very uh, different. Have a bit of a. <laughs> I like it. I carry on. No, 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 no but it's a legitimate no, no, religious group. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, had, let me finish. <laughs> they they retreated to was it the uh, is it the island of Anglesey? In North Northwest Wales, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. They yeah. retreated. There. I was told this by a historian, by the way, yeah. he's also a friend of mine. Yeah. And he said that they re- retreated there, and they were on the on the beaches, and they were sort of sort of casting spell or doing all these sort of weird arm moves. And the Romans were a bit like, "Whoa, whoa, we're, we're not going, going over there." there. <laughs> 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 Love that. A warlock apparently is a male practitioner of evil magic, distinguished from a wizard or a sorcerer whose magic may be benign. And the, the etymology derives from the old English war loga, meaning. Oathbreaker or deceiver. Yeah, mm. female witch. So, Neil the deceiver warlock. Yeah. I mean, he's been hiding in plain sight the whole time. Hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he has. Yeah. <laughs> anyone warlock. who saw that, anyone who saw that um, bit of uh, in quotes magic from Joe Rules against Spurs earlier in the season, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was definitely evil, Indeed not benign. Was, yeah. uh, what about Neil Etheridge in goal for Cardiff? He was excellent. Uh, a bit unhappy with uh, Troy Deeney's challenge on him when he went in studs up. Yeah, there was could have been a nasty one. It that. Could've. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't get booked for that. I'm surprised he didn't get booked. It was dangerous play. Yeah, dangerous on the continent. That may have even been a red card, Jim. And uh, Neil Warnock was 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 not happy, of course, and, and saying that he can't understand that Andre Mariner was the fourth official, <laughs> suggesting that because the referee hadn't refereed a Premier League game this season, they'd been given some sort of trainee. Mm. Well, no, they, Andy Madley has refereed in the Premier League last season. I saw him. No, refereed. but he said this season. Yeah, but he has he has refereed in the Premier League before. I, I, and, was, and he's this is a Mourinho esque dis- distraction. Yeah. It is. It, it, and also, he's loads of games in the Championship this season. Yeah. and he's also going right. He's thinking it's Cardiff. We'll just we'll just give him give him a trainee. But I mean, Watford were involved in that. As well. Yeah, that seems <laughs> it's in the Premier League. Like, yeah. yeah, it was, and it was at Watford as yeah. well. I know yeah. it was a strange. I mean, Cardiff. Scored two late goals, which was against the run of play. Junior Hoylett with another lump. Yeah. That's his move, isn't it? What I it? really liked about yeah. that was when Hoylett scored that first one in the post-match, he seemed almost surprised that he'd, that he'd done it. Yeah. And I love that he's, he's got that confidence to go and go, you know what, that wasn't a fluke. I believe in myself. Yeah, also, in the, right. Against the sort of popular narrative around Cardiff, at the bottom seven teams, they've scored the most goals. They're not actually yeah. struggling that badly to score goals. No. Um, compared, to, compared to some of the other teams around there. Mm. Neil Wallet was on goals on Sunday this weekend. Delightful. I think he's quite good on the TV. He's quite interesting. I do as well. Yeah, yeah. got a winnable game, uh, winnable game coming up as well with Man United coming to town. <laughs> yeah, someone's well. also stolen Neil Warnock's eyebrows. If you notice, he's not That's really an, he's probably, an illusion. He's probably used him in a potion. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely dropped him in there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What sort of potion would that be? Yeah. I guess yeah. we'll see, won't we? Yeah. Indeed, we will. Probably one for Jose Mourinho. If you don't yeah. know, you might well be the target of it. True yeah. enough. Maybe Carlo Ancelotti drank it and he can't stop moving it. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> well, is Neil Warlock in charge of Carlo Ancelotti's eyebrow? Maybe it could be. Yeah. All the big questions are coming. I'll out tell today. you something, ladies and gentlemen. If you want the answer to that, this is the only place in which we'll have a go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you won't get an answer. <laughs> it's like <laughs> football info wars, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, it is indeed. We should start selling survival packs actually. On the <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, Crystal Palace beat Leicester 1-0. Vital win for Palace. Nice goal from Milivojevic. It was um, a lovely goal. Lovely. In apocalyptic conditions. What I loved about it as well, it was one of those rare occasions where the fans go, shoot, and they do, and it goes in. Yeah. And, and they managed to actually get that Wilfred Zaha type uh, record off their back, which Indeed. was 13, 13 games going back two and a bit yeah. years without yes, winning. Did exactly. Andros Townsend score? <laughs> he, he didn't score, but obviously he is, is inspired shooting from distance at the club, and it's paying, it's paying off. It is paying off. I mean, that's yeah. the only way they're going to score uh, <laughs> at, at the moment, Jim, because they are struggling to score goals. Only, only Huddersfield, I think, have scored a few goals in them in the, in the, in the league this season. And Benteke and, and, and Conor Wickham are out injured, but... Not been big goal scorers, let's be honest. I mean, I think Benteke would give you something in theory. But, I mean, that's been true when he's on the pitch as well, right. isn't it? Like, I mean, yeah. obviously we've seen that Benteke in the past has been a better player than we saw last season. But there's nothing about what we've seen from Benteke at Palace that yeah. suggests that he's no. the answer to the problem I completely have. agree. And, yeah. and Colin Wickham was on the bench against, uh, um, against Leicester, but unused. Oh, so he was, yeah. He's played two minutes in two years. He's yeah. just he's essentially yeah. a poor guy. I feel feel for him, but he's not really a footballer anymore. No, Wayne, he's Wayne not Hen- playing. Wayne Hennessy was on the bench from a back spasm. Don't you hear many of those around? Is that right? Yeah. My goodness, because no, that, that that to put Spironi on the bench in the end, didn't they? Uh, sorry, yeah. I mean he wasn't playing because of back spasm. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> nice of Hennessey. to hear Spironi's name though. But yeah, big win for Palace that though. Um, and yeah, I, I I've said a few weeks ago I think Palace will be absolutely fine. I think they've got enough quality. But then you do look at their lack of goals and you think, mm, yeah. But it's, it's difficult at the moment. It's quite tightly packed down there. I mean, Fulham look like they're, you know, they look like the favourites to go down. They need to they? learn their lesson quickly. I mean, I know we haven't talked about it on the show, but if you saw the manner in which Fulham conceded that second goal against West oh, Ham, it was embarrassingly oh, bad. Dear. Like you can't in the Premier League. I mean, going back to what to what um, the Warlock was saying on Sunday, <laughs> he was saying one thing they had to adjust to really quickly is the quality of delivery from set pieces yeah. in the Premier League. He says they can put the ball wherever they want and yeah. you've got to really step up with that because the quality is so different. Um, and in the in the penalty area, it's, it's night and day. And then you look at what Fulham did against West Ham where yeah. I forget who scored the second goal. but Antonio. He had, yeah, so he had so much time. Yeah, there was ridiculous. no one around him. Bearing in mind you know that that you can't flip and defend. Yeah. So switch on a bit more. I mean, that's the thing. That's what Cardiff have got going for them. They know what they're doing. And I mean, they may well go down. But, but they know their jobs. But they right? know their jobs. They know the manager. They know what, what it's all about. Fulham now, it wasn't working under your cannabis. We know a new manager in. They've got to sort it out. And Ranieri may sort it out. But at the moment, it's looking pretty bleak for them. And you Can they at... learn the lesson after Saturday when Newcastle play them? Though? Fingers crossed for you, the points, yeah. Fingers oh, that's, the, uh, that's yeah. not so bad if you think about it. Newcastle, what a goal from Rondon, PT. Yeah, it was a, it was a peach, all right. What a move. <laughs> Flo, are you going to say any more? I'm, uh, all right, <laughs> Peter. Um, your team just scored a wonderful it's goal. Quite they nice. kept a clean sheet. It's Over to quite you. Quite nice. Uh, Huddersfield are never going to score a goal because they were abject. And yes. uh, Rondon, it's just nice to have a fit Rondon on the pitch because he works so hard, even when he's knackered, and even when he's knacked rather. Um, and it's just nice to see him. He just he just has so much more about him when he's actually. Uh... They've had, they've won three and six now. Yeah, that's and why we've... that's why Rafa's uh, manager of the month, mate. Yeah, yeah, indeed. And with Fulham at home next, I mean, mm. this could be a chance to start pulling away, right? Well, yeah. exactly. I mean, I think if, yeah, very winnable games. Like Luke said a few weeks ago, very winnable games. And it's, it, it was a really strong point against Everton. I thought that could really galvanise the team because I thought that they, they, going to Goodison Park is really, really difficult. Absolutely. Raff, and they were Raff, ro- rotated the fouls at the end. Damn right. Saying. Well, Rafa's job is safe for now. Yes. You'd think, wouldn't you? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, after the break, we're going to go down to the championship. See you in a minute. Welcome to Michael Owen's Worldly Soccer 99. Have fun. 
We will do, Michael. Welcome mm. back to the Football Ramble. The preview show will be out on Thursday. We'll have it in the can on Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Ready for you to listen to. We need a new... Put it on the internet, mate. Yeah, we'll put it out there. <laughs> yeah. We'll put that can on Don't the Don't put it in the can. Oh, yeah. We heard true. about what he's done. He knows what he's done. Oh. I haven't checked the emails about whether he's been in touch. Apologising for Ooh. what he's done. But I'll let you know on Thursday. On we need a new one. Show it's a shame. It. I really thought he was going to... Show at thefootballramble.com mm. with best bet in the title um, and we'll pick a new one for the preview show. We will indeed. All right, into the championship we go. Leeds United beat Bolton Wanderers 1-0 away. Patrick Bamford, he's still yeah. about. He returned and scored to put Leeds on top. Five wins on the bounce for a, Leeds. A very... Perhaps the youngest man in the Huckabee zone? He's definitely in the Huckabee zone. He has been for a long time now, Jim. You're right. Yeah, he's still quite young, but he's mm. been there for ages. Good I mean, he, he never looked so far away from scoring a goal when he was at, is it Crystal Palace, Palace. in the Premier League? Yeah. My mm. goodness me. But but it's a great um, a great win for Leeds. A tricky away game. And they've been excellent since they were beaten by West Brom, who also put the pressure on them on Friday night. I watched that game. Mm. They went and beat Sheffield United at Bramall Lane. I think they went a goal down as well in that game. Yeah, big game though. That I mean, Darren Moore's doing an excellent job there. And at the top of the table with Norwich in the mix-up as well, um, that was just a massive win for, for West Brom. Yeah, no, Norwich are, are flying high. They, I think they drew, didn't they, on the weekend, drop points and, they and Leeds did, yeah. top. But Leeds, you know, they've not faded yet no. under Bielsa. He's not tired them out just no, yet. Could Leeds, we talk about Pompey and Southampton, could Leeds and Man United miss each other next season? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, Leeds have got a six-point cushion between them and third place now. Yeah, and we're getting in the championship. We're I think we're only a game away from the midway point. Of the I haven't season. watched that Leeds that much. They don't look like they're tiring as far as I can see. But we know Beals aside, they do really pull up short in the second half. And, and with the championship, the games come thick and fast. It will be interesting to see if they can keep it but there. Their last three games, they've beaten Bolton away, which is tricky. Despite, oh, five wins on the bounce. Despite Bolton's um, difficulties. They've beaten QPR, who've been under improved sort of form under McLaren. And before that, they beat, um, I think they might have beaten Sheffield United as well at, at uh-huh. Sheffield, at, at Bremel Lane. Yeah. So, yeah, so they, they, they've reacted well to that defeat Very to West well. Brom. So. Yeah. You know, they, they need to build themselves up a cushion because I do, I do think they are starting to tie, but they've got, I think, the second best defence in the championship. So, I mean, they, they seem quite solid. Yeah. Maybe they can just about get over the line. I'd love to see it. I, I think we would. I'd love to see Bielsa quit before he got into the Premier League. Definitely. I think, or one game in. I think <laughs> um, it, it's funny, isn't it, when for so long now Leeds have obviously been outside the Premier League and, you know, how are they going to get back in, blah, blah, blah. You wouldn't have thought a few years ago that Bielsa would be the man. No. You know, to potentially take them up. But one of know. the best videos of the season, we mentioned it, is them hounding to get the ball back yeah. in the game about three or four weeks ago. Incredible, incredible stuff. And that's why they get tired. Well, I mean, you, you, I, I do, I do think it sounds a bit like a cliche, but I do expect to get tired. They've only used twenty-four players this year, and I think that's including a couple of seven, a couple of very young. Only, I mean, that's. Them. Yeah, I mean, I suppose so, but two or three of them at least have been teenagers who haven't started games. They yeah. come on in the late, latter stages. Well, we'll and see that's, what that's in 22 games as well. No, yeah. At this point, the Premier League's on 17. So. Yeah. Mm. Well, we'll see what they're made of. I mean, look, it, <clears throat> if, if we're aware that his team's tired, then he will be and the club will be. And again, the games in the Championship are yeah. thick and fat. There's also, so I mean, many it's the same for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's true enough. True enough. Yeah, they're going to Villa Park next, Leeds. So big yeah, game for them. Interesting there, well. one. Uh, oh, quickly to League Two before we go to the WhatsApp group. Macclesfield two, Crawley nil. Go on, Sol. Love that. Big yes. Sol with his first win as a manager. Get a load of that. Instant impact. It's well, not instant, is not it? Instant. Because it took him a bit, lost, little while. Yeah. Lost the first match uh, yeah. and went out on penalties in the Czech, Czech trade against Newcastle mm-hmm. as well. That was yeah, that was that was better. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're um, only they're only because um, only two teams go down in, in League Two. They're only four points adrift now. Four points from safety. Oh, come on, Sol. We're rooting for you, big well, guy. I'd love to see him doing all right yeah. job there. 
just an not all right a good one. job, an all right job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to go. be honest, it's going to be very difficult to do anything more than an all right job at Macclesfield Town. Yeah, I don't know. If, if you got them to finish in the top half, that would be a very good job, considering. With their 14 miracle, points off mate. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be, that would be amazing. Yeah. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's open the WhatsApp group. Have you got a little jingle for that, Pete? Have you got a little jingle for that, Pete? Have you got a little jingle for that? No, I've not got a jingle. No, we haven't got a jingle. For God's sake! Here we are once again. We've had some lovely Christmas-themed messages on the WhatsApp group because it is the season. My mm. favourite is the guy, uh, the video one of you shared of um, Santa, Santa getting uh, interrupted by a fire alarm, uh, tearing his beard off. <laughs> And uh, telling all the everyone, everyone to get the fuck out of the building. <laughs> I don't remember that. It was, it, was, it was the video. I think it was. A, I think it was a news. A news story. It was on CNN, so it could have been fake news. Could have been. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. If you can't yeah. have a Santa ripping his beard off and telling you to get the fuck out of the building, <laughs> what can you do? To be fair, if there's a fire. You've got yeah. to get them out there. Yeah. He's only for profanity. And the Although there was is... no need to rip his beard well, off. Well, it might be flammable. Well, what if the beard goes up? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'd be, I'd be getting that right off. Who cares about those kids' oh, dreams? Yeah. What, what if the whole costume is flammable? Like so black beard. Black beard got, is that on your face, though, isn't it? Beard. Well, yeah. Black beard used to put scary. matches in his beard. Yeah, to make him look more scary. Oh, is that right? Interesting. Do you know that the cigarette lighter was invented before the match? Uh, and it's good but muck, mucks up your mind that because you think the match is a lot more primitive but it isn't because it's got chemicals on the end of it so the lighter was invented way before the match clever girl very clever I think yeah. that's true anyway like before the lighter did people just have like magnifying glasses <laughs> yeah cigarettes and yeah and they used to torture ants ah. yeah the flamethrower was uh, preceded them all yeah. um, there, was a, there was a video of some Santas fighting in the street which somebody wonderfully put the tune to it's the most wonderful time of the year <laughs> I, <believe. laughs> I mean it was it, as if that isn't strange enough like, yeah. Yeah. I know exactly it's, it's uh, yeah they're, they're properly going at it although no one seemed to be that hurt badly no, hurt no they seemed like they didn't seem like they Nobody was punching above the beard, were they? Yeah, it's a bit of pushing. <laughs> it's, it's like the rule in a Santa fight. Yeah, and also no the Santa belt's quite high, so you yeah. can't punch below the belt. You've got a very sort of small target area. Yeah, exactly. If you want to hit skin, it's like it's the eyes, isn't it? You've got to go for the eyes. There's a bloke drive. You're only going to make their cheeks more rosy. If I'm, you punch gonna, I'm, I'm straight away. I'm thinking. I'm pulling the hat over the eyes. Oh yeah, they're just mm. really good. They're pulling the shirt over the head. No, no batteries in the hat. There's like yeah. the primitive batteries. Yeah, yeah. Batteries me, not included in all those. No, gifts but Santa will have them though. Yeah, Santa will, will have batteries. I reckon because they have to come separately on the day, right? Get exactly. Antlers. For me, it's not a real um, Santa take as well. As if if you take his top off, he's not got like a very old white vest on underneath. That's true. And braces. Braces. <laughs> and a belt. He's got braces and a belt. He doesn't What's wear braces. About? He does sometimes. You don't wear braces. I watched the, um, the the Santa Claus movie of the weekend. Did you? With um, Kurt Russell. That one? No, it was with the girl. What are you talking about? Is, is this a specialist thing? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> Santa Claus is a movie. Has it got Neil Warnock in it as a warlock? No. <laughs> right, it's we're got not Dudley in... Moore in it. Oh, I know oh Dudley mean, Moore. Yeah, yeah. I know the one. Yeah. John Lithgow. I just think, yeah, I just think it's a bit of a big deal to call your movie Santa Claus the movie. It's like calling it Jesus the movie. It's a bit rich, isn't it? Yeah, you need to be a bit more clever with it. But no. then, it, but it was a little while ago that film was made. So yeah. I think they probably thought, I don't know, no one's <laughs> no one's gone to this market. Yeah. Is it yeah. a bit like when when Ireland called their country Ireland because they're an island? Yeah. No one else has yeah. gone for this. I know, <laughs> I know it's not what the an same. oversight. We'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last one was uh, of a man jumping through a netting machine with a Christmas tree, and uh, that, that was very enjoyable. good. That was good yeah. We should share enjoyable. these. On, share all these on the Twitter. Hit, we'll do hit, that. hit the back of the net. On the at football ramble on Twitter, and yeah. if you want to be a part of our WhatsApp group, um, <laughs> I'm sure you don't. It works both ways because they'll be happy with that because they like the ramble, but also we'll get content. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. We should think about that. We'll talk about that in the next team meeting. We'll put someone in they can just digest all the good stuff that I like. Yeah. Those memes that Luke Luke hasn't seen, like Chocolate Rain, Tears on Day. No, you, you'll share a meme, I won't get it, and I'll be like, what the hell is that? And in three years' time, I will get it, and then share, you, share it to <laughs> yeah. you, and you'll get annoyed. Yeah. That's what normally happens. You're just making a little noise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble. We're back on Thursday, of course, with the preview show. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete Donaldson. Chocolate Rain. Say goodbye, Jim Campbell. Goodbye. Hit the music. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.